You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot button internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Good morning and please be seated. This is Bennett Kelly with the Internet Law Center in Santa Monica, California. Um, it's good to be back. I apologize, but a little bit of food poisoning um, caused us to um, postpone last week's show. But in any event, we have a great show for you today. And if we're going to start off with Ed, Jed Marston. Um, he's the Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the Chattanooga Area Chamber of Commerce. And um, you know, everyone tends to think of the Chattanooga Choo Choo when you talk about Chattanooga. But they now, I'm going to erase that with a a new mark as the fastest internet city in the USA. Um, and in the second half, we're going to have Michael Weinberg. He's a staff attorney with Public Knowledge, which is challenging the broadband caps being put on place by AT&T and others. Um, he's asking the Public Knowledge has asked the FCC to investigate this. So interesting show focused on broadband. And we're going to start with Jed. Are you with us? I am. I'm right here. Um, Jed, um, glad you could make it, and it's really interesting what's been going on in Chattanooga. The city's been having a great renaissance um, even before the One Gig project. Absolutely. Uh, During the 2000s, we had some tremendous successes. We recruited uh, Volkswagen Auto Assembly Plant, the only one in the United States. It's a $1 billion investment. And uh, they started up that facility and started making uh, the new model Passat there, uh, actually just in the last month or so. Um, Alstom, which is a uh, French uh, energy company, uh, energy manufacturing company, 
invested about $300 million to create a facility to build some of the largest turbines for power generation in the world. Uh, all of that happened just as the uh, within six months of the uh, Great Recession, um, and they basically did all their building during the Great Recession, and we're enjoying the, uh, the influx of new jobs as they staff up and become operational over the last year or so. Now, you know, Chattanooga, according to my, my last I checked, is the 139th um, biggest city in the U.S., which I'm sure you guys have T-shirts about. But what everyone is talking about on the web is the fact that Chattanooga has become number one in terms of being the fastest broadband speed in the U.S. How did that happen? Well, it's really interesting. Uh, our uh, local electric power provider uh, wanted to get into smart grid and, and uh, create a next-generation energy uh, electricity management system. And they determined that really the only way they could do that was uh, on, to have a backbone of fiber optics to every home and business so that they could receive uh, energy usage data in real time and make adjustments to the, the, the grid in real time. Uh, so they began that process, and in doing so, they they set up the backbone also for this tremendous data infrastructure. Every home and business in a 600-square-mile area uh, has fiber directly to it, and they went ahead and put in the infrastructure to be able to deliver up to a gig of Internet speed uh, to, to every home and business in, in the area. Uh, so it really started off as a smart grid project, but then recognizing it could be leveraged for this other purpose, uh, they determined to to make those investments, and it's been a tremendous opportunity for the community. How long was the process from you know inception of the idea to actual implementation? Uh, it's that's a good question, and, and it varies. Um, they actually first conceived the idea before it became financially possible to implement it. Um, so it was in the late 90s, early 2000s that they first realized this was a direction that they would want to go in. Um, but from the point when they actually uh, kind of reached a pricing model that would work, uh, it's been about three years uh, from start to finish. So it's been extremely rapid. So what has been the adoption rate of the uh, one gig um, service? Uh, it has been uh, very good, better than, than their business plan. I don't have the exact numbers for what the take-up rate has been, uh, but to date it has, it has been better than, than planned. So it's, uh, the project has been very much on a solid financial footing throughout. So compared to maybe other cities, is it comparable or is there actually a higher broadband adoption because of this project? Well, uh, we had a very high broadband adoption already. Um, we had uh, a number of other companies in the area that uh, that delivered broadband. Um, so this is just another uh, opportunity in a, in a competitive market, and that's that's been a very good thing for us. But we're we're close to uh, uh, I, actually. I'd hate to quote quote numbers. I, I would need to look them up to be sure in terms of the take up rate for broadband overall. But it is very high. That's okay. You can make one up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to do that. Um, any event, the uh, <laughs> the uh, I've, you guys have gotten an enormous amount of press, be, you know, be, by being one the first to kind of break the 
like you know the internet equivalent of the sound barrier i guess you know having the the one gig capability and and two just being um now not the fastest in city in, in the usa what what has been the the response in chattanooga to that and the the kind of the economic imp- impact of that well we've had a tremendous response and and understand it's uh we we announced the gig uh, last August, so this is you know still less than a year old that that it's been in place and been uh, uh, known to the public. But we've had a tremendous response. We've we've already had uh, several businesses, outside businesses, invest in Chattanooga uh, as a result of this capability, at least in part as a result of that capability. Uh, we have uh, a number of uh, local businesses that are taking advantage of the capacity in a lot of ways and growing and, and creating new business models. And we also have uh, uh, we have folks like uh, there's a uh, a gaming conference that that I won't mention that's looking hard at Chattanooga as uh, as a location to stage uh, gaming events where you know these these. Uh, Games are highly reliant on a high-speed uh, internet, um, so we're we're seeing both uh, kind of existing traditional companies taking advantage of it, as well as uh, new and emerging companies um, looking for ways to leverage it to create a profitable uh, business model. Now, let me step back a minute and just kind of give some background and, and framework. Chattanooga is is in Tennessee, correct? It is. Yes. And we're actually located um, in southeast Tennessee, for, uh, now for, right now on for the border. Twenty points. We're in Tennessee, is it? <laughs> I'm sorry. We have, tell me where can you just kind of give people a sense of you know, where Chattanooga is on the map? Sure. Um, uh, like I say, we're on in southeast Tennessee, southeast Tennessee, uh, just north of the border with Georgia and Alabama. Uh, we're within ninety minutes to two hours of Atlanta. Uh, Nashville, Knoxville, uh, and Birmingham's just a little bit further, about two and a half hours. So we're really located centrally to a lot of major uh, population centers, and, uh, and we are ourselves a mid-sized city. We have uh, about 500,000 people in, the, uh, in the, the, our metropolitan statistical area, about a million people in our labor, labor shed. So even though we're a mid-sized city, we're very proximate to a number of metropolitan areas, and we have a large population of people that, that utilize Chattanooga as their economic hub. And, and one of the, the major employers in your region is the um, Tennessee Valley Authority? That's or absolutely TVA. correct. And just um, I, I point that out, actually, because the, it's, it is this purely synchronicity but the, uh, or coincidence that President Roosevelt signed the legislation creating the TVA – um, on this date, so oh it's quite, right, excellent. And so it's quite fitting we have you on. Now, um, the other basic question that you know, people might be asking is, what the hell is a gig? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a uh, definition of internet speed. Uh, to give folks some idea, the uh, the internet speeds that are available here are two hundred times faster than the highest broadband speeds available in most other places in the United States. Um, so it's, it's a pretty significant um, speed advantage versus what other people are able to experience in other communities. So in other communities, you'd be pulled over by the, the Internet police and asked That's you know, right. Going do you know why that. you're going so fast? <laughs> no, <laughs> I guess in other, other communities, <laughs> if, if you 
totally floored the accelerator, you'd be putting along. But in Chattanooga, you can be zooming right ahead and getting those traffic tickets. Now, one thing that you know, that has been a, a source of debate um, is the fact that you know, on, on a worldwide level, the United States ranking in terms of overall broadband speed is um, one gone from second or third down to I think as low as seventeenth now, and so. Where does Chattanooga rank um, vis-a-vis some of the other um, fast cities in the world? We, uh, in in looking around and trying to identify comparable projects, the only ones that we know of that deliver this level of speed over such a large large area are located in Seoul, Korea, and uh, Tokyo, Japan. Uh, so, in a, in a in the world class of of projects, we're you know in the top three. So, um, and, and are they there yet, or um, or they're they're planning to be be there? In terms uh, no, of my understanding is that in those two cities, they're there already. Okay. Now, um, there's another city that it seems to be um, kind of trying to chase your heels, and that is um, Kansas City, um, Missouri, and Kansas City, Kansas, I believe. Um, uh, under the, the aegis of the, uh, Google's project to have several cities that have this capability. And um, have you been following that at all? Oh, certainly. We've been following it. It was, uh, it was interesting because um, when Google announced its project over a year ago, um, we, we realized that we were on the verge of accomplishing uh, the very thing that Google was talking about accomplishing somewhere else. Um, and so we followed that project uh, right along. Uh, we made our announcement in August, and I believe they announced which city they were going to work to achieve that uh, just in the last month or so. And also, you, you guys apparently spared yourself the embarrassment of what, what Wichita had is when they, in, in, a, in an effort to attract Google to select them, they renamed the town Google for the month of, you know, for, for a month. So <laughs> it didn't seem as, as quite as pathetic. <laughs> Well, and here's the thing. Um, this is a, a competitive advantage, um, but we know uh, that as other communities come online, that's only going to strengthen, strengthen the opportunities. Um, having a fast network uh, is tremendous, and we believe it gives us a first-mover advantage. But as other communities develop comparable systems, that makes the whole network that much stronger. Now, if there's anyone from Google listening, um, is there any name Chattanooga would consider using to get the, to get the further infrastructure from Google? <laughs> well, we would certainly uh, love to to interact with Google and explore any opportunities, uh, and I'll I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> um, with a with sincere apologies, to you're trying to get me in trouble, and I'm not going to take that. I'm sorry. I said you're trying to get me in trouble, and I'm not going to take the bait. Well, uh, that's that's my I get paid for that. That's my profession. But um, hold on, one, and then um, I think we're going to take a short break, and um, um, and when we come back, we have some questions in the chat room for you, um, and so we'll be right back, and then we'll be talking about the fastest city in the USA, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Thank you. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. 
with over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches. ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to myseotool.com. Myseotool.com. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets, don't I, Mike? Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have, we have great guests on our show. And today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions. All caps, Mountain Dew, comma space, all little letters, sleep. Rock the world with LinkedIn, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back with Deb Marston from Chattanooga, Tennessee. So I thought I'd speak fast since we're talking about Chattanooga, Tennessee, the fastest city in the USA in terms of Internet speed. So um, we talked about one gig. Um, how, how does that differ in terms of your download and upload speeds? Well, um, uh, in my experience, what that means is that, you know, uh, files that, you know, might take a couple minutes on other systems download in seconds. Uh, it's it's really pretty phenomenal, and, and one of the things that's very important about this that's a distinguishing characteristic is it is symmetrical. So you get this, the same upload and download speeds. Uh, you know, you get the same speeds going both up and down, uh, number one. And number two, you actually get the speed that's quoted. Um, it's a, a true speed. It doesn't change because, you know, all your neighbors down the block happen to be on the Internet at the same time. So it's a very powerful product. Now, let me, let me just kind of assume, let's assume that I'm, I'm a citizen of Chattanooga and I'm reading all this press about the one gig and um, the efforts to promote the city using that. 
And I, I ask you a very simple question. You know, so what? What does it mean and why, does it, why is it important to have that speed? Well, I think it's important for, for several reasons. Um, number one, for the average citizen, it, it might not make that much difference one way or another. But um, what we're seeing is that there are um, both entrepreneurs and executives who work in a distributed situation that are able to locate anywhere in the world that can, you know, deliver them the right level of data infrastructure. And we've kind of got that next generation data infrastructure. So we're attracting uh, those creatives and um, um, decentralized executives. So that's one thing. Uh, Number two, um, we are well positioned to be a uh, living laboratory for developing next generation internet applications. So, um, as these entrepreneurs begin to use this, figure out how to, to use this much uh, bandwidth, uh, Chad Nugans will be the first to be able to, to test those things and to experience the Internet again as uh, other communities will begin to experience a number of years hence. Uh, and number three, we are the only place where a lot of those, those new applications can be developed at all and tested. Which gives you a, an advantage, I guess, just because of the, you will now have a workforce that is working in at a higher level of technology than other places. That's absolutely correct. And, and, and what, what we're seeing is that um, even traditional companies in many cases are uh, becoming more flexible in terms of having a workforce that isn't necessarily all in the same building, a uh, workforce that may be distributed uh, in a lot of work-from-home situations. So this creates you know, that paradigm that they can do that more easily in our market. Um, we're seeing a lot of uh, you know, video and image kinds of applications, and that's not just entertainment. We have a uh, radiological group here. Um, that uh, they will say they have added the equivalent of an additional uh, doctor uh, just because the download and upload speeds are so fast so that they can receive these massive medical images and make diagnostic determinations not only from their office but also from home. Um, so it really it impacts a lot of different areas. It's an, that's an important point you made in, about, about you know, the medical applications since you know, MRIs, you know, transferring uh, medical data is an important part of broadband. And, um, and actually, I once I researched what the average you know, U.S. broadband speed was, I think. It was the average versus some of the top um, broadband speeds in, in Asia. And I think um, by the time it took um, the U.S. to transfer, I forget the number, whether it was you know, 10 MRIs, um, not only had their competitors in Asia done the same, but they also would have downloaded the entire Star Wars um, movie <laughs> series. Right, and and you know that I mean that's done. You know, I picked that somewhat facetiously, but it's it's true, and uh, it just shows them that they they have a, an advantage. They're able to do things faster and um, more, you know, more complicated applications. That would assume. I think that's very true, and we're also looking at um, the the technology seems to be pointing toward a cloud computing paradigm where, you know, using a a personal device that doesn't have that much computing power interfaces with massive computing power that is, you know, accessed through broadband, 
And so we're seeing a number of, of, of companies that are doing cloud computing kinds of applications, and they're much better positioned to be able to, to try out how those are actually going to work in this market than other places right now. Now, um, there's two ways to, to look at the importance of what your achievement is. The first is kind of the analogy of the lottery winner. Um, you know, this, I've read many stories about lottery winners who all of a sudden now have family members emerge and friends emerge, and they've never been more popular. And you know, it, within the um, kind of community of, of cities and chambers of commerce, um, are, have you guys been quite popular lately? Have a lot of people been contacting you trying to emulate what you've done? Uh, we have been. Um, we're uh, actually not strangers to that. We've we've. This is not the first time Chattanooga's actually pulled off kind of a surprising uh, success. Uh, and and we think that it's it's when we are fortunate enough to, to to do those kinds of things, it's very important for us to share information with our colleagues. And quite frankly, we aggressively look for communities that are doing things uh, that we can learn from and, and visit with them and communicate with them as well. Now, I'm I'm doing this show from you know Santa Monica, California, which is you know right near Hollywood, and you know from Hollywood's very much focused on the, the using of the internet to download um, entertainment content from you know um, music to um, movies and etc. And is, is there poss- there any concern that that Chattanooga could become a hub for you know illegal downloads? Well, um, we really look because of the speed that is. Sure, we haven't looked at it as a as a concern. We look look to the the entertainment sources as as being able to you know monitor and control uh, downloads from those sources. We do see an opportunity for for Chattanooga to be a place where people are doing uh, heavy video intensive kinds of work um, and gaming kinds of work. So we, we look at ourselves as, as emerging into those markets, but not necessarily uh, creating problems. I don't think the situation here is that much different than it would be anywhere else in terms of you know downloading illegal files. You can do it faster, but I don't think that that necessarily creates a situation where we would be a center for that because it's not exportable at this point. So now that you are number one, um, you know, does that mean that you guys are invested in, in staying that way? Well, I would say we um, we have a tremendous platform. Um, I, I don't know that we're going to be in a, in a situation where we're going to continuously try to, you know, build the tallest building, so to speak. Um, but this technology platform that we have kind of leads uh, the need uh, quite a bit, and we're going to focus on making the most of it on uh, using it as a catalyst for growing our entrepreneurial environment, which is very strong here. Um, and one thing I will say about Chattanooga that's, that's incredible is that we're always looking for the next, the next project, the next thing we can do to distinguish ourselves and make ourselves more competitive and enhance and maintain our quality of life. So uh, I guarantee this isn't the last time you'll, you'll hear a story, a surprising story about something that Chattanooga's achieved. You know, it's interesting. Uh, in Santa Monica, there's uh, the Natural Resources Defense Council, which um, is an environmental group. And they, as for their headquarters, they built um, the Robert Redford Building, since he was one of their major donors, um, 
there, and it was at the time the most sustainable, self-sustaining um, building in the United States, or maybe even the world. And so that was quite an achievement, you know, architecturally and, and even you know, politically. But um, they were very proud of the fact. I, I did a tour of the facility a couple, a couple of years ago, and they were very proud of the fact that within a matter of years they were down to eighth. You know that a number of places had advanced being ahead of them, and so it, it, are we better off as a nation if you, Chattanooga may be number one, but it has a lot of very close competitors. Absolutely, um, and that's one of the reasons we're enthusiastic about sharing what we've learned with uh, other communities that come to visit or call. Um, this this is a competitive advantage for the moment. It's a first mover advantage. But this only really becomes as powerful as it can be uh, when uh, this kind of broadband is, is, is available to many more people across the country. And that's definitely something we would rather see happen. Now, are you from, originally from Chattanooga? No, actually, uh, I grew up uh, in uh, a town just north of Montgomery, Alabama, um, but lived in Seattle and then Atlanta for many years before moving to Chattanooga. So how does um, Chatt- I mean this is interesting because Seattle's such a tech city. How is um, what? How does Chattanooga today compare to Seattle when you were there? Well, it's obviously a very uh, different environment. But the thing that attracted me to Chattanooga, I came here in 2002. We came for what we thought was a three-day weekend and just fell in love with the place. Was that this city is large enough to have really urban amenities, cosmopolitan amenities that you wouldn't expect from a a mid-sized city, but it still has a very warm and person-to-person flavor, a really tremendous quality of life. And uh, that's really what attracted us. Uh, I love Seattle, completely different environment. Uh, Atlanta, the same way, uh, each of those very distinct. But the thing that's nice about Chattanooga is that it combined some of my favorite things about living in a big city uh, with, you know, the really great things about uh, living in a smaller, more intimate community as well. And and one of the things, the biggest things that was great for my family was that in Atlanta, we, uh, as we had children, we had to move very far away from the city center uh, in order to afford a house. And in Chattanooga, we live two miles from downtown, and uh, so we actually have more access to the urban amenities than we did in, in Atlanta, even though there was a lot more going on there. I mean, we were, we were talking offline earlier that uh, within the last several years, Chattanooga has been named among the, the best cities to live, the best cities to retire, um, best walking cities, best biking cities. Um, you know, where are you ranked in terms of best cities to take naps? <laughs> you don't want to take a nap here. Uh, you're having too much fun. Although it's quiet um, enough well, to do it if you decide you want to. You, it's no problem taking a nap when you have the fastest internet in the world. So um, I really appreciate you joining us to, um, and telling us about this this great project. And, um, and please keep us posted as it, as it develops. Um, anything you want to say before we we, um, we break about? You know what people, um, especially since you know, people's impressions of Chattanooga have always been the Chattanooga choo-choo. Um, you know, what would you like them to leave with uh, in terms of what they should be thinking about Chattanooga today? Well, uh, I'd, I'd like them to um, think twice about their impression about Chattanooga. Um, 
and we'd love for them to come visit. It's it's really hard to describe what a special place this is. Uh, it is a seeing is believing kind of a situation. Um, but we're a place that's worked really hard. This has been a collaborative community quest really over the last 40 years to create an outstanding quality of life. And at every opportunity, um, people within the city have looked for ways to distinguish ourselves. And uh, this fastest broadband project is just the, the latest of many examples of ways that we've done that. Well, Jed, it's been great talking to you. Chattanooga, the 139th largest city in the U.S., is number one when it comes to Internet. And um, it's been fascinating talking to you, Jed. And I, I hope you'll come join us again. Thank you very much. And when we come back, we'll be talking about caps on broadband after these messages. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Two, one, boost to ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your... This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.